Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. I am Stacey June. And I am Christy Mercer. Hello. What's going on over there? Hope your day's been good, your night's been good, whatever you're up to. I Do you often wonder about what people are doing right now as they're listening? No. I do. No, I like to set the tone of a Monday, even though I'm very right. aware you might not be listening to this on a Monday. I like to kind of think that everyone is up to date and has listened to every single one of our shows as arrogant as that may sound are you a keno beano with your podcast listens though like no. are you li- yeah because i was thinking the way i li- i'm not i'm never really listening to it. it's dropped today i must listen if you haven't listened to us before um maybe you've just found out we're no longer on radio. <laughs> um or maybe you didn't know how to i don't know download a podcast it seems like it's still the industry is still growing um rapidly but but it is still growing hello uh we are the thinker girls we drop different shows on this one pod channel if you subscribe to this one pod channel different shows will come up in your feed uh, every day of the week pretty much we drop about four a week at the moment mm-hmm. um and this show is a, a catch-up which is a catch-up between us tomorrow we'll have an interview we also feature a posse podcast which is where you guys can weigh in on what you want us to talk about with your lives and then on Thursday, generally, we drop a 411, which is uh, pop culture, the stuff that the mm-hmm. world's talking about that we give a shit about. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, different bits and pieces for everybody right across the week. Um, but as Stacey said, you might just be, I don't know, do a bit of a binge because that's the best thing ever sometimes, isn't it? When you mm. when you get the ch- you have the opportunity. Oh, it's like TV these days. It's like, fuck you, I'm not sitting down at 7.30 on a Tuesday. I will save this and watch it when I am hungover on a Sunday and smash four reps. Thanks I very much. I must say, though, um, a very good friend of mine and I are obsessed with Younger, as you may may also oh, be if I you're listening. Like- but it, the first episode of season five dropped last week and we are so relieved that it only drops once a week. Like we really miss that kind of pulling out, that old school when you would watch a Sex and the City episode and it was a brand new episode and you'd have to wait the whole week for the next episode. I love how Stan does that. And also there's not an ability for people to ruin it for you too. That's right. Do you know what I mean? You like can't if- binge. I just like the idea of just back to basics with this stuff. I like that I watched, I got my fix, I'm going to enjoy talking about it for a week and then I'm going to get another hit next Wednesday. Well, as someone like you that is a bit of an extremist, you know what I mean? Like you're all in or you're all out. I need that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you, Stan, for yeah. providing that. Well, old mate over here. Yeah, that was my breakup show and hilariously when I was at a cafe about a week ago <laughs> there were these two burly Glee dudes. was my breakup show. Yeah. So it will always hold a special place in my heart. But well, because let's put it on Instagram and see what everyone's breakup yeah, show is. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd, I'd love to know that because if you're going through a breakup you can go back and look at this post and potentially get some ideas. Because don't you reckon that show will always, like Glee will always hold a really special place in your heart? Younger for me too. Well, like, it made me feel good. It yeah. was like I would cry through some of it. Younger was and that get for me. through it but at the same time the songs 
happens then all of a sudden Santana's singing some epic yeah. like Spanish version of <laughs> I don't know Katy Perry and I'm like this is everything I need in my life right now all right doll, let's talk about what we want to uh, share today this is the weekly catch-up we are having a, a bit of a chew the fat about what's going on in our lives right now I want to talk about today what am I talking about again oh different friends for different reasons Ah, oh, yes. And how I've just had a bit of a light bulb moment around that and how I'm just a lot happier for it. I used to be okay. I used to be really for this. Mm. And I think as I've gotten older, I've grown, like I've progressed somewhere else. Okay, that's interesting. In, yeah, because I used to be all about this. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm in the middle oh. of a new place. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about uh, the appropriate levels of conversation around – um, my past life, when it comes to my sex life, people I've dated, fuck buddies, any kind of story I have, which obviously I share on this show and have very much shared in the past, mm. um, in front of my my man, in front of my fiance. Well, you've done it live in front of him at, a li- at mm. various live shows where it's he's so fine with it, but he's still up the back and on the mic. I'm like, shout out to Ben. <laughs> I'm like, there he is, like pressing the buttons for the lights. And he's like, such a man. Oh, he's so he's such a so man. So solid in himself. Um, Let's do this first. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Ben is just—he is. He's like the just the epitome of what I imagined a man should be. Yeah. Really, to be fair, he's strong. He's reliable. He's sensitive. He is so comfortable in his own confidence without exuding it in this kind of aggressive testosterone way, you know, I find him incredibly sexy from that perspective. But just because he can stand in that place, mm. do, does it mean that gives me the right to kind of fly around everywhere with stories about guys that I fucked or, you know, relationships mm. that I've had mm. or potentially intimate, intimate lessons that I've got from other men? It's been interesting because, as you said, from the very beginning, he's been quite aware of what we do. And as I've reminded you, just like you reminded me when I was single, I would be very, very, very scared of ever being able to meet someone that could really handle some of the stuff we do. That's definitely, I think, slowed down a lot in terms of the kind of content we do compared to when we started the show. Oh, my and God. And if you haven't listened to the episodes, go back to the oldie episode one it was hardcore, the conversations Seriously. we had. But I have been experiencing that now being, you know, the tables are turned and you're in a relationship and I'm single. And to as you as you said, to a lesser extent, like to some mm. of the explicit, you mm. know, there's still – I think it's different because now it seems to be more personal, maybe soul-bearing. Like, That's right. You know it's what more, I mean? It's, it's different vulnerability. It's vulnerability in a yeah. different way. Yeah. But there will be times where I go on dates, right, and a guy will say, what are you looking for? And we've just done an episode on how – um, it's important to date, even though I definitely don't want a boyfriend. Yeah. And part of me is like, have, they heard? have you heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why you're asking? And then in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck did Stacey do with this yeah. for such a long time to the 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 to another extreme level, which is well, like the sex this. stuff. Yeah. Like because at the same time, like as much as you have somebody that's comfortable, like Ben or you know other people about you being, you know. You're not 18. Like you've lived a life. You're an adult, and well, but also at the same time, point. you're not going on a f- on a f- the first couple of dates. Going, yes, yeah, so when I slept with this guy, or this was shit, or in the bedroom, I blah blah blah. But no. on the podcast, you're getting all of that. Look, we went for a walk uh, last week, and it was myself, um, Ben, uh, one of his best mate, and another friend. Yeah, and it was like a, almost a two hour walk, so it was long, and we were talking, and everyone was having their own conversations and bits and pieces, and I was with one of the chicks. Um, 
um, walking kind of a bit of front in front of them and they were obviously in in and out of our convo but essentially it was a convo between the two of us that of course they're always invited to they're sitting standing walking behind us so it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a private thing that I didn't want them to hear but at the same time we were talking about things that I had learned from different guys and how I'd been in relationships that were probably very intimate relationships that didn't involve sex and just was getting really hot and heavy into those types of topics. With your with your fiancé walking a metre behind yeah, you? Yeah, doing a bushwalk. Yes, yeah, <laughs> One metre behind me with his best mate one metre behind okay, him. Okay, sweet. And I think it added another element because his best mate was there too. Do you know uh, what I mean? Where it's like... I think they're so close and I think he's so protective of him that it just added an extra layer in my mind where I went, is he thinking this is is the mate thinking this is inappropriate? I think it adds another me. I think it adds another layer on the fact that it was happening not on the show, like not on the podcast. It's happening in your well, real life on I the actually, walk. Well, that's what I am talking about. I am yeah. talking about if you've got a partner that is very comfortable, that you've had your own life, exactly as you say, you met maybe a little bit later. I don't think I met him later in life, but I suppose I didn't meet him at the beginning stages of my partying or experimenting. We've had a life. In real life, what level do you share in front of them? And if you don't share it all, There's another question to that as to why. Because in a way, I kind of push through a bit kind of chest up and a little bit kind of puffing my chest out, not to show off that I've had that life, but to be proud that I've had that life and that I'm proud in my sexuality and I'm proud in my experimentation and I'm a, I'm a proud woman of the things that I've done to meet him. So there is that element where... I like to feel like I am still a woman that exists and existed before I met Ben. And Mm, I like to share those stories with her because we are connecting. And I just, I find it more uncomfortable for me to leave that to the side because I feel like that's me shelving a part of my life to protect someone else. When you're not ashamed of it and he's okay. No, but at the same time, if the roles were reversed, do I need to hear about Ben's... Look, I've asked questions when, you know, you early stages you get together and I'm really, really interested and intrigued by who he was in different relationships, what connections he had with different women, you know, what was what worked, what didn't work. I, I'm, I always ask questions like that. So it's not but you're exactly... Pretty, but you're pretty different like that though, aren't you? In terms of you know the what I mean, like you're not going, yeah, like you're not going on a bushwalk. And if they're, you know, you, the shoe was on the other foot, and um, his mate was, you know, having a conversation a, a meter in front of you about um, about relationships and connection, and all that kind of stuff. He's not in front of you going, oh yeah, well, you know, having a similar kind of conversation to his mate. No, he's not, and yeah. that's the interesting thing as well. Is it fair that I continue to have these conversations in front of him? Is it fair and does it add another layer because I was in his world? Like I was also in, you know, it was kind of his, although I don't really see this particular friend as his friend, I definitely classify him mm. as my friend mm. now and my family. But but still, it is still kind of leaning towards that side of our relationship. Like it's coming, we were hanging out with his people. Yeah. You know, does that add another element to it? I and, think it does. And just because he's comfortable with it, does it mean how far can you go? My honest opinion is I think the scenario that you've described is a bit far. Yeah, right. Yeah, honestly. And you know what I'm like. It's like, you know, like 
who can you know, I know you and I know him mm. and I know the past that you had and I know that he supports it, but all of that being said. Because I wasn't I don't, saying I, I fucked him this way or no, I fucked no, him no. that way. No, no, no. But I think it almost is more intense that you're talking about an emotional Internet, connection yeah, with somebody right. because I know I know your insides and I know as much as you would be comfortable and supportive and okay with Ben having a life, as you've said, and you're interested and you ask questions and you're curious, had those roles been reversed, you would have felt something in you that was a little bit, oh, like I'm cool with it, but also I reckon. And but I you- don't think, I don't, but I don't think that I would not want to have the conversation even if it made no, me that's, feel uncomfortable. But that's what I mean. I don't think, it wouldn't be to the point where you're like, guys, can you not talk about this? Or, or saying to Ben even, that made me feel uncomfortable. But I reckon there'd be just a little something, something where you go, can I? I don't know that I can be, but also. Like, I can be, be annoyed, you mean? Yeah, not not annoyed, but I think there would be something in you that goes, I'm cool with it, but also I don't need to hear it. Let me get this straight, though. You're always going, if you are still caring about the other person, thinking about them with someone else is never a fun thing to do. No. So you're right in that, in that I guess, with that glance on a Sunday morning as you all walk. P.S. Let me just kind of also paint the picture here. I wasn't talking to them. Do you know what I mean? I am saying this story as that they were in it was earshot, in shot, but yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like, hey, guys, yeah, well, I remember yeah, how yeah. I had this, like, I'm not that far with it. Yeah, I know that. Um, but I also am aware that they both very much could have heard and probably did hear some parts of the conversation. So it did. It made me think about it. And it, and this show and work is completely separate. Because yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think that I keep very true to who I am and what I do and – and if it doesn't really, I know Ben's lines, or and I know he'll let me know the lines. And so, has he ever? Like, mm-hmm. has there ever been a point where he goes, "Babes, I wasn't comfy with that." No, I think I just know. I think mm-hmm. I have always mm-hmm. um, known what mm-hmm. not to push, really. Um, and so, uh, and I'm very protective of that. Very mm-hmm. protective. There's mm-hmm. three things I wanted to talk about today that I haven't spoken about yeah. because I was protective of him. So, yeah, it's always in the top of my mind. I never, ever put work before that relationship and never will. But in real life, it's very different. Moving forward, I think when we look at it, we look at relationships now very differently. We want to be able to, well, from my perspective and what we should be aiming to, if you're not already doing this, we want to be able to know ourselves. We want to be able to know where we stand with things, what we like, what we don't like. Having a life before we potentially settle down with someone, I think is one of the most important things you can give yourself. So to kind of bank all of that and put it in a box and say goodbye to it, it just seems very contradictory to what the whole point of that was. But I also understand that, and I think a lot of the time in the past, it was so, women were so shamed to ever speak about a life before the man they met. And and this particular man, how dare you disrespect your man by ever mentioning a a life before him. And to be honest, a lot of dudes can make you, a lot of people can make you feel like that. Yeah. Like I've been on date. Like you shouldn't be talking like that in front of him, you know. But it's, but you're picking up a vibe, but I don't think you want to then go too far with it. Like, you know what I mean? So moving into this place, and knowing that we're looking at relationships differently, we're not kind of shying away from these lives, um, where's the balance? And I'd love to hear yours. If you're a person that's very proud of your life, has met a partner at whatever point and, and you have your party stories, have your you know your romance stories, how do you navigate it? Because it's an interesting question that I don't know. I've never heard anybody 
talk about. I think it's really, I think it's really interesting. Like if it was a one-on-one conversation with you and Ben, or you and your partner, if you're listening, like that's. I think that's a very different scenario. We're not talking about those. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I think they're that's, all because that's yeah, 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 yeah. Early days, I'm like, but in who gave you the best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. But I'm so into it. Yeah, because it feels like more of an exchange mm. that there's best like sex of your life. Yeah, but there's <laughs> like a control from both parties that you're yeah. both contributing. But because this maybe. I, yeah, I would, yeah, I think it's a different scenario. But, yeah, let us know what you think. We'll throw it up mm. on socials all week because I'm intrigued. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, today I want to talk about having different friends for different reasons. Uh-huh. And I know that sounds like quite a simple thing. Like I've heard you talk a lot about this. Like it's something that, I don't know, it's, you know, have certain theories are kind of shopped around or things you're just like, oh, duh, that makes sense. Mm. The whole like, you're the product of the top five people you spend time with. But mm. then also there's some things that have cliches because they, or things that you hear around that a lot of people shop around because they just make sense. Yeah. And I think the different friends for different reasons thing I've heard a lot about, but never have I really lived or connected to it or it just made as much sense as it does to me now. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in this place in my life and my mum's... Give us the boxes. Can you give us the boxes of your friends? Like who that what they fit into? Oh, yeah. Um, Single friends where we just talk about guys dating. Yep. Which I love. Very important. Yeah. And I think... You won't speak to them in 10 years, but very important. Um, (laughs) Party friends... Yeah, okay, they're not the same. Nah. Different, right. Um, I've got like D like proper DNM, what's going on in life friends. Yep. I've got surface friends from you know, like your friends because you've been friends for ages, but if I yep. met you on the street, would I be best with you? Probs not, but yep. also you'll always be in my life and you I love you like a sister. Yeah. Yep. Um and then and then also Opening yourself up to not really knowing what box you go into or what box that friend goes into. Like new, new, really new friendships. And I think what I've realised, especially over the last couple of – this is a new realisation in the last couple of weeks, is that I think those friends, the boxes, they can dance around and jump around. Mm. Because I think for a long time I felt like, well, no, that's my – my D&M friend. So every time we catch up, it has to be this like deep D&M about where are we going in life and sharing all this shit. Mm. You know, and then sometimes it's like, I don't know, I would plan catch-ups or feel disappointed if on the phone we finally caught each other 
after, you know, a couple of weeks of being like, let's catch up, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And we've just had a fucking funny conversation that's mm. light and blah, blah, blah. And I'll, I will almost hang up the phone with regret and say, oh, my God, like I haven't even heard properly about yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, and I've just had this realisation lately where I'm like, but you had a conversation of that nature for that reason. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you probably maybe have both had a shoot one and you just need to have a laugh about something stupid and she wants to hear about your dumb date story and you want to hear about how her kid shat himself and you just have a laugh about that even though there's heavy stuff that's going on. If you really needed to talk about that, you would have. And I think that's what I'm realizing more and more and my mum summed it up perfectly the other week when I she said what are you doing and I said I'm on the way to pick up a mate he's this dude that I met in Sri Lanka he's awesome we're going out for dinner and she goes oh god you've never had this many friends <laughs> and I started laughing it's so true. I went to go get defensive and I was like you know what you are bang on actually bang on yeah where I've never and I think it all kind of coincides with like you know, having more time, being more open, being single for the first time and, you know, like my, you know, essential whole adult life mm. where I'm just looking around and kind of um, going, this is amazing. Mm. I feel very fulfilled in kind of new friendships and old friendships where there's almost this element of pressure that's taken off from your core besties having to be everything at all times, mm. having to be the one that picks you know, picks you up and makes you laugh, but then also being the one that you can share your deepest heartfelt stories with, but then also being the one that you can tell about the guy that you slept with that had a small dick. You know, like I feel like, I don't know, if I wasn't hitting all of those markers every conversation, I would feel sometimes like, I'm a bad friend for not asking you. Oh my god, I've spoken about most myself most of the time. I haven't even heard about you now. It's interesting. I I wonder now being in a completely different part of my life if this part of your life is when you're single. Mm. And this is how it works because I was the same. God, you met me and I had gazillion friends, mm. gazillion networks, mm. always a thousand different people. Even our producers would say, I'd be like, oh, I know someone there. It was or, a joke where it was yeah, like, it was, of course Stacey knows them. And my family yeah. have always been a bit like yeah. that too. Like we've always been social people. You always have mates, big family. You kind of just are used to a lot of people. And so, but then, I don't know, after a while, and I was single for a long time, so I think – it wasn't probably actually even when I got in a relationship that changed probably about halfway through I stopped finding things to talk to those single girls about you know that we originally bonded on being Mm, single mm. and those boxes started to come a little they started to get a bit less the more comfortable I was with being by myself and I'm not saying that everybody needs to be by themselves either I think that was just I started to realize that was what I needed for me. Like I actually was, a, and we all know I've covered this on the show, was much more of an introvert than I realized. So I don't think that the answer is that you end up losing those boxes and you mm. end up retreating. I think that was just what I actually needed. Yeah, right. And so, so I changed. And then I think there's also technicalities in real life comes into play. When you say something like that, a shift, technically – You only have a certain amount of hours in your day, in your week, in your life. So if you're feeling like you're more now comfortable spending time on your own, then logistically on a calendar, the other three catch-ups that you would have had six months ago drop away. And there's one of my girlfriends in my life that has always, single, in a relationship, whatever, always had a million boxes. And always, no matter how high up you are in her closeness or whichever box you sit in, 
you're still on the same Excel spreadsheet that everybody else is on, which I find really confronting. Mm. I kind of like to put at least even in those box times, my deep soul friendships, I've got a few of those if and they're the ones I prioritize Mm. and I find it really interesting being on the other side of looking at someone that kind of just is like, well, if you're av- if you're available in this slot, I can fit you in here. It's like quantity versus quality kind of. Kind of. And mm. so it's interesting. But that works for her. Mm. She And she's happy and, and she has the best people around her. She doesn't have mm. shady or weird or shallow people or people fillers. They're definitely not fillers. She still has really solid great relationships and at her birthday everyone you get along with but people. probably because there's an yeah, there's an honesty around what she can That's and can't right. offer people so what she can and can't deliver I think like you could be different kinds yeah. of people for different needs and maybe some people are more needy than others i know though for me then moving forward from that you know and then hopping into relationship those boxes have become less again and i think i need to extend them out a little bit more so i've kind of gone a bit far that way because I've had a lot of stuff happen to me in the past six months that hasn't been conversations I've wanted to have with a girl that I met at a party you know like so my life has been very insular with my close people and you're right it so depends on where you're at personally in your life whether you're looking out too far I think you still you still need to have a few boxes like you said where you're not putting so much pressure on those people to kind of answer all but that, your questions. But that was me, but that was me in a relationship, mm. I think. There was so much pressure that I would place on my people mm. because they had to service every single need of, and of, also of, because making of a friendship was so terrifying for you. It was, like so, it was, like- ter- it was so terrifying. Yeah. And also so much guilt surrounded that because I was in a relationship with somebody that had no friends, had no network. So any moment that I spent away from him, I genuinely felt guilty from. But I, I, would ca- if, I, I would catch up with friends and be texting him like, Soz, babe, I'll be home in fart because yeah, I was thinking the whole time. On. Like that's full on. this but real think, sense of responsibility. But that's both of you. Like, you, you know. Yeah, yeah totally. Because yeah. he was going, don't, don't worry about, you yeah. know, like – yeah, but stay there. I think it is interesting, but it is about needs, really, at the end of the day, isn't it? So you've got all those boxes, but really what those boxes could be called were different needs. So you've got a need to speak to someone about single life. You've got a need to speak to someone or go out partying with someone. So I suppose it makes sense that when you're in a relationship, some of those needs are, are met. met by somebody yeah. else. And yeah. naturally, like we've spoken about on this podcast, we did it around do you have more friends when you're single mm. V in a relationship? Mm. It's the logistics thing. Mm. It's not this deep DNM soul realization. I think it's also a need. Yeah, thing. It's, ser- it's serviced from, you know, whether it be a friend, romantic, otherwise, there's someone else that's giving you something that the four other people that you would maybe mm. catch up with about those conversations is the guy that's standing in the kitchen cooking you dinner. You know what I'm I mean? I'm trying to figure out what my needs are in this new relationship still because we're, you know, just over a year together, yeah. engaged or not. It's still very new. Mm. So I've found that I think early days as well to make sure that I don't ignore that. Yeah. You know, what yeah. are my needs? Okay, you've had this time to really hone in on each other. What other boxes do I need that I don't want to have to rely on Ben to give me? And and him to figure out what his needs are too because sometimes I don't know. I'm like, do you need to catch up with the boys or do you need to go and see this by yourself or do you need to do that yoga class on your own because I also want to read that yeah. and, and he has to get to know himself and tell me that too. So it is interesting. You go through different and ways just, with it. And just because you can doesn't mean you should. What do you mean? You know, like just because – he can have a conversation, you know, career, oh, totally. work thing, or just because you can have a conversation with him about, 
I don't know, some other topic, doesn't mean that he should be the person that you speak to about no, it. You know to what be I mean? Honest, he's not always the best person to speak mm. to about everything, mm. to be fair. There's a few career things happened the last couple of weeks. He put the fear of God in me. I was like, <laughs> It's fucking unhelpful. The only but then, as Gretel Colleen said to me, she goes, "But he cares." Yeah, like, and he's like, "But that's what his job is. His job is to try and protect you. It's not his job isn't to necessarily do all of the other things of career advice. You want him to protect you. That's what a husband does. That's what a partner does." I was like, "Thank you, Gretel yeah. Colleen." Uh, but it's like that accepting thing. Yeah, accepting. But you, not that you'd know his opinion, but you know what I mean. Like that. It's not a surprise that he would have a particular take on things well, it, when you go to him for that kind now of stuff. For me, because it's still so new. Well, yeah. Um, all I can say is there was so much pressure that I have put on really long-lasting friendships and relationships, mm. and it was this dance back and forth over years. I'm talking like. This constant, oh, why don't we catch up anymore? Or And it was both sides too. It wasn't mm. one-sided where she was making all the effort and I wasn't or vice versa. But we would co- – like our main point of conversation was why don't we catch oh, up I anymore? You know what I mean? And I it was like, oh, my God, it. I feel like – blah, blah, blah. That went on four years. The moment that I was able to – and this goes for – my family too, friendships mm. too, all relationships, mm. the moment that I've been able to acknowledge this friendship is what it is, mm. you will always be in my life, mm. I adore you, I mm. love you like a sister, mm. but, and when I see you, it'll be amazing, it's mm. like we've never not spoken, even though it's been four months and I have not sent you a single text, you mm. know, or vice versa. Mm. The minute that I've been able to be like, oh, okay, you can just accept that for what it is now. And instead of fucking lying to her and yourself around like, we need to catch up. Because oh, if you did, you fucking would, right? Yes. I cannot describe to you how much that relationship, as what it is, has actually been able to flourish. And yeah. I think we've both kind of um, both really felt that where the last few times you caught it, you're just like, that was really nice. Because yeah. there's no like guilt about it needing to be something that it's actually not and it means that a you've made space in your life for other friendships that you're pretending that you want to continue with this other person and they're probably the same and b it means that the relationship can be what it what it is and what it needs to be and maybe even get better and bigger from there or maybe not it's interesting as i also write a list of um my wedding love party and that's been really interesting because how you know how do you even figure out in that what you're saying which I think is so important is like that idea of it is what it is today but then adding on a list of like a big day that makes a statement of something how do you make that decision of who comes to that based mm. on just today because sometimes in those relationships say this particular friend you're talking and they about, come in and out yeah yeah, yeah. and they're out yeah. for now yeah. but yeah. they're kind of going to be around you're like, fuck. And so I have just gone, even though it's been hard, gone on that list being who? Today. Yep. Who do I want there today? And mm. unfortunately, if they come back into my life and they're super, super tight in five years, well, you missed the wedding. Like, and they like, probably bloody could be because you've right. acknowledged that they are lifers. Like they'll be well, around they're or around. they're around. Yeah, yeah, but that's how much I'm living what you're saying is that even when you make lists like that, there's no one on that list that I'm putting on there for maybe the future. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like I've done to it. To salvage this yeah, for future. Yeah, I've fu- done it yeah. just 
for today because that's all you can do for the freaking love party and for your friendship. Mm. But I was not like that all the time too. It's really hard. I think particularly a few that I locked in, you know, when you call them the lock-ins and mm. they're like, oh, that's it. And then a couple of them. It comes and goes. Yeah, and, you're, and yeah. I was like, fuck, I didn't um, – I didn't see this disconnect happening and then you kind of go, well, that's not what it's supposed to be. I said you're a, you're this kind of friend. You have to be flexible with it mm. to sometimes save it mm. because if you fight too hard on that's what, what, you, I mean. yeah, yeah. what you want it Constant to be. Constant disappointment. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear you. Like it can really actually end up um, almost – um, suffocating it, it totally can yeah. it's like that whole thing about the beating on doors that aren't kind of opening you know what I mean like if you're sometimes in your gut and in your heart you know that what you're asking of that friend you're not going to get from them but you still continue to go because because of a label yeah, you put on them. yeah totally anyway boring okay so. okay we're out of here <laughs> yeah, if we'll- you if you like this episode rate and review would really appreciate it. it just means that more people get out there and can listen to it because yeah we've been slogging away at this for, and we adore it but um all that stuff helps more people listening to it helps i think a few months ago we also spoke about and a lot of you have come out and communicated to us how you know how can we support we will we, next second of the year we're going to have a couple of live things that you can come to and we will announce a way for you to su- support this podcast channel uh hopefully in the next couple of weeks maybe mm, the next month mm. so stay tuned to that um of course it's always going to be for people that are able and willing uh but um it is really important that we yeah that we try and 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 keep doing the kinds of content in the way that we want to the kind of content we want to do that you love to listen to which is quite time consuming and and takes a bit of work so we want to be able to make sure that we're doing that to our best absolutely best ability absolutely so stay tuned to that yep tomorrow Juliet Allen sexologist um, sex coach she's an incredible resource to have on the show. We speak to her about how you know that you've met the one, how you can bring tantra or early day kind of spark, I hate that word, but into your relationship. Um, we speak about how to have connections in casual relationships. It's a very interesting It's really chat. a really intriguing chat. And also you just feel like you just want to, Go not off to a very relaxed kind of meditation slash sleep when you speak to her. Oh, she's, she's a fucking chiller. She she's a chiller. such a chiller. Yeah, so enjoy that. And um, we'll be back with the 411 on Thursday. Bye, guys. Did you love this podcast but you want to chat about it more? Make sure you go to the Thinker Girls on Facebook. Uh, that's obviously us and Insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you, Posse. Yes, we want to know what you think, Posse. So every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions. Plus, we're on Insta stories every damn day so you get to come along with us for this crazy TG ride. Yeah, Merce. Head to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat or even Twitter to find us. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.